security testing your supply chain. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Charles Henderson, Global Managing Partner and Head of Exports Red at IBM. Welcome back, Charles. Hey, thanks for having me again. So remind us what IBM's Exports Red does. So we are a team of hackers and um, our job is to find vulnerabilities, find flaws, uh, uh, find gaps in detection before criminals do. And our, our clients hire us to, to test their systems, test their organizations, test their people, um, test their products even. Um, and, and the goal is to make things better. You can think of us as the devil's advocate for security. So the recent SolarWinds cyber attack reminded us of the importance of security testing your supply chain. Set the stage for us. What happened well, in the SolarWinds attack? You know, I, I think it, it, it's more of a game changer than people realize. I, I think lost in all the remediation efforts, the, the inventories, the, the, the activities that were very directed at that individual breach um, was, was the policy changes that I think need to occur. And that's because breaches have traditionally had sort of a one-to-one -one trickle down relationship where it's one attacker compromises one company and pulls one data set and uh, um, profits off of that in some way. Um, and, and, and the supply chain breaches and not just solar winds, but the, the recent supply chain breach trend is very different because it, it's, it's a breach aimed at further breaches. Um, you know, I, 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 as a child, I always thought, you know, what would I do if I got three wishes? And the first wish is, of course, I'm going to go for infinite wishes because, you know, that's, that's a way to cash in. And if you think about that, this is sort of the breach equivalent. What we're trying to do um, is, uh, you know, if you're an attacker, you're trying to breach something that will let you breach other entities. So think about supply chain of network gear or um, IoT devices or uh, software or any number of things that are used prolifically throughout the industry. If you insert some sort of malicious code, some sort of malicious hardware, whatever it is, into these devices and you manage to get them out and used prolifically, you, you can actually turn that one breach into thousands or even tens of thousands of breaches. So if an organization wants to test the security of its supply chain, what are the steps involved? Well, you know, on, on its face, you probably have contract language in place that allows you to uh, you test your supply chain. The problem becomes, what part of your supply chain do you become, uh, do you test? Because, you know, for a small company, they may have um, a few dozen suppliers, but for a company of any size, that grows exponentially. And, uh, you know, you think about just the networking gear you may have, just the software you may have, the, the, the various, um, uh, uh, products that you integrate into your product. Um, it, we've reached a point in industry where often the suppliers of complex products are integrators more than they are uh, um, uh, developers of that product. They may take uh, uh, pieces of hardware from multiple suppliers, put them together to, to achieve a finished product. Now you start to think, well, how much do I trust all these suppliers that I have? Um, think about a modern, modern automobile. 
Um, it's a very, very complex piece of electronics and it's made in from a whole set of different suppliers. And so the supply chain problem is, is, is something that we're gonna have to tackle that's probably gonna be more complicated than we first think. How much coordination is required between the participants in the test? I mean, should you invite your partners into the process or will advance notice spoil the conditions you really wish to audit? No, you should, you should really work with your partners and they may be already doing some level of testing. Maybe they're gonna let you uh, um, participate in the testing they're already doing. And that, that of course is going to lift the financial burden uh, for you. Um, but it, it's important to make sure that you're doing quality testing because the, you know this isn't kind of a check the box kind of thing. This is, this is serious testing. And especially when you have that one-to-many relationship, these supply chain breaches, they're much more complicated than the breaches we've seen in the past. And, and it's because the return on investment makes it worthwhile to go that extra mile to really avoid detection. I mean, this isn't sort of a one and done type of attack. This is an attack that you, you really need to keep going for a lengthy period of time because you really want to infect that, that, that supply chain. And, and in order to do that, you're, you're talking about very complex attackers. You're talking about skilled attackers and, and that raises the bar. And, and you know, we've been lucky enough as a, a um, technology field in the past that there, you know, there have been enough juicy targets out there that you know, if you did your due diligence in terms of security, you were going to be better than the average bear, we'll say. Um, and, and certainly compromises have become pretty routine for most organizations. But the thing is, this is a game changer. This is more of a wholesale compromise through no fault of the compromised entity. You know, the, the, if your supply chain is compromised, that, that doesn't necessarily reflect on your security policies uh, from the past. I, it, you know, you could be doing everything else right. Um, and and that, that's the scariest part about this. So then when evaluating a new vendor or even business partner, what kind of questions should you ask about their security policies and infrastructure? Well, you should be making sure that they're actually doing testing, that it's not just a paper exercise. Um, a, a lot of organizations will tackle security problems with thought exercises, and that's great. But if you're not doing real simulations, real attacks, real penetration testing, real hardware testing, whatever it is, um, it's going to be pretty fertile grounds for the, the first attacker that does. You know, somebody is eventually going to attack whatever it is you're building. The question is, are they on your payroll or are they on the other side of the world on someone else's payroll? And, and that's, that's a really sort of stark way of putting it. But, you know, I'll tell you, as, as somebody that runs a penetration testing firm, when we go up against a target that's never been tested before, there's a gleam in the testers, tester's eyes because they know they're gonna find some cool stuff. Um, and we're gonna help that organization out, right? Um, well, there's the gleam in the criminal's eyes too when they realize that something hasn't been tested before, but for a much different reason. 
So, so what about smaller businesses that work with larger suppliers and partners? How do you get the tip of the tail to wag the entire dog? You know, that, that, that's an interesting thing too. And what you're starting to see is some industry trade groups that are popping up. Um, uh, you know, I'm thinking of things like IOXT and, and some other trade groups where they're putting security first and you're seeing some of the suppliers of this type of technology, they're saying, hey, we need to have sort of a, a comparative standard for security. And they're actually implementing testing standards, having authorized testers and, and, and some sort of rigor um, that these small businesses can count on. I, you know, I, I think it's in its infancy, but I, I think there's, there's something to be had there um, because it, it's not practical for your average small business to, um, uh, begin focusing, uh, you know, wholly on security, uh, you know, obviously they got to pay attention to it, but that's not their core business. And, and, and we can't pretend that they're going to be able to maintain that as if it's their core business. Charles Henderson, Global Managing Partner and Head of X-Force Red at IBM. If somebody wants to connect with you, Charles, how should they do that? www.ibm.com slash xforcered is a great place to start. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, Angus TX. And um, I look forward to uh, seeing you all out there in cyberspace. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing y'all too. Thanks again for joining us, Charles. Thanks. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. <laughs>